Well, thank you, everyone, for joining in Theology with Friends. I have a close friend, an old friend, not that he's old, but um, longtime friend, Mr. Mike Marshall. Thank you for coming on, brother. Hello. Yeah, me and you have um, known each other for a couple of years, probably, I think I was like 15, 16 when we first met. Yeah, you were a youngin. <laughs> yeah, I was a, I was definitely a young man. Um, I think we met at the door. Am I right? Yeah, no, that's right. We might've met before that, uh, at North Highland, but yeah, I'm pretty sure that we like met, met at the door. Yeah. So just for reference, Mike is songwriter, worship leader. Um, he has an amazing album called come on in and it's live. It's fire. I still worship to it to this day. And a newer song, Take Me Back, which is uh, the bridge on that song is just is just amazing. So <laughs> thank you. Thank you for pouring so much time into worship and especially worship that, um, you know, can be recorded. We can all sing it and keep it in our heads as we, you know, hear your heart and stuff like that, which I want to talk about. But I want to take a second. We got to go back to the, to the door because we used to leave worship together, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We used to do it. I mean. Yeah. You were the worship leader? Yeah. Yeah, I was. And it was just, you know, pretty much, I think it was mainly college age, around 20 to 30. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I was only playing drums back then, I think, maybe piano. Yeah. Uh And um, I'll never forget this one time when we were worshiping together. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it was you on the keys. It was one of the Saturday mornings, like before they send people out to evangelize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, maybe even know what I'm getting at. But we started do. I started doing this beat on accident. Uh That was like some sort of like, like just made everybody want to dance. And so (laughs) for like ten minutes, like I saw we were like looking at each other, and there was like, wow, it just like. Like 10 minutes, just like jamming and worshiping together through music. But um, yeah, I I think um, I'm just excited to hear your heart about worship. That's two things, songwriting and worship. Maybe Mm -hmm. let's talk worship first because um, probably started from a personal relationship, things like that with Christ. Mm -hmm. So I'd love to hear where, you know, passion for worship and worshiping God through music came from. Yeah. Uh, well, first off, thanks for having me on here. This is awesome. Yeah. I love that you're doing this. This is cool to create spaces like this. I, I love thanks. it. So I um, appreciate it. Um, yeah. yeah I, I, well, I'd say worship started for me uh, in youth group. Youth group was that starting place for me. I, I'd never been to quote unquote youth group before until I moved to the South. So I was originally from Indiana and um i moved to the south and went to youth group um at the church that my brother was going to at the time because he was living in georgia before we were Mm -hmm. and my first encounter with youth group i was just like man this is crazy where are all these songs that we're singing these kids are jumping up and down like this is wild and i remember going up to the worship pastor asking him like you know what songs are these and i'll look at the credits on the like when you know when oh yeah you know, like when on the projector they have the song yeah. uh, lyrics and stuff, they'll have the credits at the beginning and at the end. 
Um, and I remember like the worship pastor saying, like, you ever heard a hill song? And I'm like, no, I've never heard a hill song before. So like go home a couple of uh, go home and like find all the hill song music I could find. And a couple of weeks later, um there was a raffle at this youth group that um and they were raffling off an iPod nano. Lo and behold, I won the iPod and the iPod changed my life forever. Wow. Uh, I went home and put all the music that I illegally downloaded, uh, Christian music that I illegally downloaded on this iPod. And (laughs) like it, it changed my life. Um, I remember one specific song, uh, one specific song that kind of set a landscape for me. It's a song called Found by Hillsong United. And the lyrics of the song says, you know, I found myself in you. And then the bridge of the song says, take me to the, take me to a place where I can see you face to face. All I want to do is worship you. And I found myself mm. in you. And I remember going home, listening, so good. listening to that on that iPod Nano, just crying my eyes out. And that was the first time that I really experienced like the weight of God's presence, God's glory, his love. Um, and that was kind of like uh open door like just open door of just um yeah open door of just worship and seeking after god's heart and all the things yeah, so, yeah it was kind of youth group that brought me to that place of um of worship yeah yeah that's awesome that was pretty much my experience as well um at you know my first real experience at a youth group. I think I'd been to a couple, but like I hadn't really found, um, you know, my people yet. And I remember yeah. going to, going to a church in Columbus, which I'll keep nameless for now. Why? I don't know, but, um, you know, which one it was, but mm-hmm. back in the day and, uh, I walked in and it was that same thing, like music and there were no chairs. It was a worship night. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what is, I, I grew up in pews, man. So mm-hmm. like, you know, I wasn't really in youth group much either. It's like pews and hymns. Yeah. And it was that same sort of thing. I, I can't remember the songs that night, but I remember just having such a powerful experience that worship, worship can do that, you know, yeah. like with a lot of people. And um, were you playing instruments at that time or? No, no, I wasn't. I was just singing. I mean, and barely okay. that. I, mean, I was in choir at, at uh, in, in school. So I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't playing any instruments or anything at all for uh, that matter. I was just singing. Yeah. yeah. So did you want to get up there and lead or were you just like, yeah, I did. So, uh, so I approached the, um, like the youth worship pastor and was like, man, I'd love to be a part of this, like be a part of what you guys are doing. And I was like, didn't know how that worked, but they were like, you know, we'll come to some of our rehearsals. You can sit in and watch yeah. um, and observe and you know just kind of see what we do and so i agreed to do that and that went on for several weeks uh didn't really go anywhere but i was fine with that i was kind of like man i'm happy to happy to be here um and then uh a friend of mine um who didn't go to that church he went to a different church in town he invited me to a lock-in at his church i go to the lock-in uh and they were doing karaoke and i sang karaoke and when i sang (laughs) karaoke uh, they were like, oh, that that was awesome. So uh, the, youth pastor, <laughs> the youth pastor's wife like messages me and is like, hey, would you be interested in coming and singing for our youth group? And I was like, uh, wow. 
sure. Like, yeah, whatever. So they like come to my high school, uh, the high school I went to, and they drop off a CD with like all these songs that they would sing every week at youth group. And so I was like, all right, so I'll learn the songs. So I like learn the songs. And then I started going to that youth group. And it was on a different night than the church that I initially was going to. But um, eventually I started like going there, like regularly, like leading. And the friend that brought me, he was like, uh, what happened? You, the friend that brought me, the the youth pastor that was that was there at the time, he ended up like leaving or like transitioning out. He was mad about it. So he ends up leaving the church, you know, church hurt, whatever. And um, the youth, the new youth pastor, you know, approaches me and is like, hey, man, um, I know your buddy's gone, but you're just insane. Like, we love for you to stay, like, stick around. And I'm like, okay. Like, I mean, I'm doing something I like. And the thing with the other church is not really working. You're not. It wasn't not working out, but it was just like, it was kind of like at a standstill. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. So, I mean, I was a freshman, sophomore in high school. And from there, that ended up being the church that I, you know, served at for, I mean, 15, 16 years of my life. Um, Starting out in the youth group and leading. And then eventually the, 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 the main worship pastor approached me. For like an Easter service and was like, hey, would you be interested in like doing something for our, like our big Easter production? And I was like, yeah, that'd be cool. And so I did that. And one thing led to another. And uh, I led there for uh, several years after that and just kind of grew up there, got my roots there uh, with worship leading and like learning how to just like lead people in worship uh, in uh, a larger context, learning how to lead people in um worship in just different worship styles. Cause by the time I was in college, you know, I had been at the ministry that you uh, mentioned, uh, which was a bit more of a charismatic ministry than the church that I've been leading at. So it was cool to be able to lead in different spaces. In addition to the church yeah. I was leading at the church I grew up at is not really charismatic at all. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it was, it just ended up being the place that I, I was for, for years. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely left a legacy there, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, man, that's so many years of leading worship, which is awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. Did you do any sort of – actually, I know you did some sort of schooling. Yeah. Right? Uh, yes, leading I did. Worship. Well, I did, I did music school, like classical cl- classical training. Classical training. Gotcha. Well, I did that for two years. And then I also did a worship intensive out in Redding, California with uh, Bethel, uh, the Bethel Worship School. So I did that for one summer. Uh, they have like a summer program every year that they do. Um, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I wonder what you learned in uh, in the Bethel Worship Leading School. And I love Bethel uh, Worship yeah. especially. So, yeah. so I'm not saying that in a you know yeah, yeah, yeah. bad way. No, I mean, I, 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 so when I was in college, I kind of had a similar experience to when I first started going to youth group, I was going to the college ministry that you mentioned at the beginning of the door. And, um, this was before I started leading there, like long before I was leading there, or even had an interest to lead there. Um, okay. but they would sing these songs all the time. And I'd be like, y'all write these songs or like, we're like, I've never heard these songs before. They're like, you ever heard of Bethel? And I'm like, no, I've never heard of Bethel before. And so I looked at Bethel's kind of started listening to their music just a little bit, not like, uh-huh. um, and I, my sophomore year, uh, my sophomore year of college, my spring semester, I was in a, um, 
I was in a um, uh, like a music competition type thing. And uh, while I was waiting for the results, I was in one of our computer labs at the music school. And I just started to listen to I started to listen to Bethel music. And I remember being in the um, the computer lab and I just started to cry. I mean, it just a similar experience of just like feeling the presence of God, but like feeling it in such a tangible way, um, <laughs> feeling it yeah. in such a tangible way. And I remember being like, I need more of this, but I don't know like how. So I like <laughs> their website and I'm just like reading up like on who they are and stuff. And I saw that they had a, um, a worship school, uh, a worship school that they do every summer uh, called uh, Bethel School of Worship. And so I like was like, okay, I'm just going to apply for it. So I applied for it. And as soon as I applied, they were like, hey, like, our, we're completely full. This was spring and this, the school was like in two months or so. And they were like, you know, it's completely full. Sorry. Um, you know, we'll put you on a waiting list. And so, uh, you know, like, whatever. So I just went on about my life. That summer, um, I was uh, living with my mom in another city in Georgia and working at Chick-fil-A. And um, I got an email and they were like, hey, 30 people had to drop out of the school. And there's 300 people on our waiting list, but we're opening up the waiting list. So if you want to apply, go ahead and apply now. So I like apply. And this was like two weeks before the school or like a week before the school started. Oh, my gosh. It's yeah. residential, right? Like, What's that? It's like residential. You got to like. Yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. And I don't think at the time when I like initially was looking into it that I real that I, that I, I don't realize, I don't think I realized that it was kind of like you had to fly and all the things. I, I don't think I realized that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so then like, yeah. as I got accepted, I was like, oh crap, this is like actually <laughs> out in California, like what in the world? So anyways, I get accepted to the school just like a week before. I'm like, I don't really know how I'm going to get out there. It was a ton of money that I didn't have. I mean, I had no money at all whatsoever. So um, I kind of just started praying about it. I talked to a relative about it and they were like, you know, if God's opening the door for you, like he'll provide. And so I put some feelers out mm -hmm. there just like, hey, anybody wanted to like give to me for this thing, blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah. I got a couple of donations, but nothing very significant. Uh, but there was one day where I was working at Chick-fil-A and um, this lady comes to the drive-thru. We're talking. Her food's not ready. So I'm just making small talk with her. And she asked me, like, you know, what are you up to this summer? And I tell her, um, well, I'm a worship leader at my church. Um, and there's a worship school that I'm like, I kind of want to go to. And she was like, um, she said, um, she said, um, it's not, she said, is it, it's not Bethel, is it? And I was like, whoa, yeah, it is Bethel. And she's like, I was like, how did you know that? And she's like, um, um, I just, I just got back from being out there. I literally was just there like a couple of days ago. I went for this. At the time I had zero context for Bethel, any of anything. I just yeah. knew some of the songs. Um, and so she was like, you really need to go. It'll change your life. Long story short, she comes back the next day. She gives me a $500 donation and like, basically helps pay for like half of the trip then mm -hmm. like other donations start to pour in and wow. i go to this worship school and man it was it it changed my life in so many ways um i had never experienced the presence of god that way i'd never experienced worship that way and i think for me like i didn't come back with all these tools of like okay this is how you be a better like worship leader these practice i mean i came back with practical tools but i think the main thing for me 
was learning how to steward the presence of God and mm, incorporate yeah. that into worship, um, which is something that like I'd never heard before. I'd never I'd never seen done before. And just like the power yeah. of worship that when you go into the presence of God, things can actually change because of worship. Um, and so that kind of set um, like the groundworking for just yeah. like what I'm doing today as far as like, leading worship and writing songs, not so much just to write another good Christian song, but like to write songs that people can encounter Jesus and enc mm -hmm. encounter a living, a living God that, that, ha that has, that can do something that can change things in your heart when, when you worship um, and things change when you worship because things changed in my life through worship. And so um, they kind of set like a precipice for me to like, to, to, to do what I'm doing today. So. Yeah. Yeah. And you're doing it like you're full time, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Explain to me what that looks like. Cause that's, you know, that's a big step. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> Honestly, you know, it's a, it's a whole lot of trust and faith is what it looks like because yeah. Um, a lot of times I don't, I don't really know like what the next step is. Um, I mean, practical, I mean, it's a lot of, you know, um, connecting with other ministries, um, mm. especially, uh, youth ministries. I really have a huge, um, passion for the next generation. So that's like a huge part yeah. of what I do. Um, like a lot of connecting, networking, writing, um, a lot of praying and just, uh, you know, when I write songs, I don't ever like to just, like I said, just to write songs, to write songs, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But when I am writing, I am, you know, asking God, like, you know, listening, you know, God, what are you, what are you saying? What do you, what do you want to say? Um, and so a lot of that, uh, so a lot of creating, a lot of um, yeah. connecting, a lot of creating and connecting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, like I'm assuming, you know, you don't have to go too into it, but I'm I'm assuming leading worship in other oh know, yeah ministries is leading for lots of leading, yeah, tons of leading. Yeah. I'm always leading somewhere uh, on the weekends. Uh, one of my favorite places to lead is in church, and so yeah, actually, that's my favorite place to lead uh, is yeah. in church. Um, and so I'm constantly uh, in someone's church leading worship uh, on the weekend. So yeah, yeah. Have <laughs> you um this camp stuff like that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you, yeah, have you been traveling a good bit with that as well? Yeah, yeah. I have. I was in Arkansas a couple of weeks ago doing an event there. Uh, Tennessee a few weeks before that. Um, I'll be doing a camp actually this weekend, a youth camp retreat this weekend, about an hour away. Um, and yeah, just all kind of like all over. Um, and then a yeah. ton, of, ton of local stuff. So, dude. Um... That's awesome, man. I'd love to, um, at the end of the episode, for sure, bring up how to support all that. Because, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, just your heart, the way you were talking about the presence of God, that was always so, just like seeking God in that mindset of just mm -hmm. worship, you know? Because yeah. it was always like a line as a worship leader, like, I'm not telling you you can worship and experience God just yeah. because, you know, you want to experience God. It's like yeah. when you're so like enamored by God and mm -hmm. like the experiences you had at Bethel and even the ones you talk about where you're just crying and you're, you know, yeah. you just turn on a Bethel song 
probably when they're still wired headphones. Like there's literally yeah. nothing special. <laughs> yeah. You know, like yeah. it's crazy how mm. like the essence of worship yeah. can lead you to God. Like yeah. that. Like has that line ever, you know, have you ever seen it been blurred and you don't have to say any names, but you know what how do you sustain that? Like the line of I'm gonna experience God when I worship because I love God, not because I'm checking off a box and now I can experience God. Do you, does that make sense? The line that like has whatever been blurred, like the, like, well, the, like, you know, when you're leading worship uh-huh. and you start to think like, if I do this, I'll finally get to see God or finally get to, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Or like yeah. maybe in, you know, other ministries, like something you've had to steer away from or steer into, you know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, experience God, but then worship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think like just going in, if I understand like the question, I, I think just like going into worship um, with just in, with, with adoration, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, I know for me, that is one of the, like that's one of the easiest accesses to just experiencing who God is. You know what I'm saying? Like there's, 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 there's incredible songs about like God's grace, his mercy is, is whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? And those are all like really, really great. I love those songs and I'll sing them till I'm blue in the face, but there's something about, there's a song by Paul Balash. Um, I don't know if you know who he's, he's an older worship, uh, artist kind of paved the way for some worship music, but he has a, an old song called your name. And, um, the chorus of the song says like, your name is a strong and mighty tower. Your name mm. is a shelter, like your shelter, like no other, your name, uh, let the nation sing it louder because nothing has the power to save like your name. And yeah. I remember, um, even just thinking about that song right now, just, uh, just gives me chills. But I remember, um, being in a worship session at, at Bethel when, when that song was being played and, um, it was like, I don't know, like, it was like the, it was like a, a light switch being turned on, but like the greatest light switch of all time. It was like, the sun coming up in the most beautiful way possible like yeah breathtaking like when you see the sun rise like the sun rise and you are taking it in and it's like you're almost choking on its beauty you're like you know because it's so it's 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 so um uh it's so beautiful and i think when you go into worship going in with the with with uh with the with the sense of adoration um yeah. that's the to me the greatest ingredient i guess <laughs> to experiencing god because it you know you're not going in to to get anything you're not yeah. going in to to you're not going in to give really anything you know because there's nothing that we can give to add to his splendor or beauty you're literally just going in to behold you know, and when you go in to behold, that's when the song of worship starts to release. You know what I'm saying? That's when the song of worship truly, you know, it is is activated. Is when you just go simply to behold. I, I have nothing else to do but just to behold you. Um, and when you do, like, 
your soul response it's 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 the it's like coming face to face with the glory of god it's yeah. it's, it's it's a lot you know um and i think that is the the key um it's just to say hey god we're gonna go in to behold you and from that place everything else starts to come out you know what i'm saying the song of the song of 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 praise begins to come out the song of thank you for your mercy the song of thank you for your goodness you know what i'm saying when you do it the opposite way it kind of gets a little clunky but when you do it that way i think it's just like it flows the way that it should you know so yeah 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 thank you for working through that i know my question was a little vague no, I, I just you know for me when i was leading worship more it you know i am a bit of a workaholic and i've also got you know the strength of galvanizing people so like trying to get them to understand like come on just do this and sometimes like you know i got good at just leading worship instead of just beholding god yeah and that's the that i guess was the line that i meant and you you explained it so well i think it's true that just beholding and it's so hard i remember like getting up so early to lead worship mm. <laughs> it's like how do you enter in like that especially mm. like when you're possibly burnt out or mm. you know how do you do that you mm. know yeah 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 i think just like when you could when you go in to behold him it takes all the pressure off because you know what i'm saying like it doesn't when you go to behold him like I hate to say like he's doing the work, but like in a sense, it's like you, you know what I'm saying? Like there's, you don't have to, uh, <laughs> have to figure anything, out yeah. a gimmick or like whatever it is to like, okay, let's, you know, whatever, hype people up or blah, blah, blah. But when you say we are, you know, that, and that's the picture of eternity that, you know, in Revelation four and five, there's not some program, you know what I'm saying? There's not some whatever. Yeah. It's the lambs at the center and all of creation is around it beholding and the response comes automatically worthy worthy yeah. holy holy is the lord god almighty you know what i'm saying that's what the natural response is and holy just means there's nobody like you you stand alone there's nobody you know and and the angels are singing it over and over and over and over and over again like as they they've been doing it forever and ever and ever yeah Still, what they're saying is like because they've not seen anything more beautiful than that, you know. Um, and so I think that takes the the pressure off to come in and create something, even when you do have a program. Um, yeah, there there is a heart position that you can go in into worship leading where you're saying like God, all I've come to do is behold you, and I will let my soul respond appropriately to what i'm beholding you know what i'm saying like yeah. just allow your soul to do what it will naturally do you don't have to yeah. you know and i think like as worship leaders you know if we go in like myself included if we go in every single time with that approach of i'm just going to behold and i'm going to let i'm going to let this room respond as it should respond things would look way differently wow. but it, you know but it's like it 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 does take a little bit of faith because it's like you you do want to do the program you do want to do the <laughs> and like the songs are okay 
because you can have a heart position as the leader to go in to behold and like still lead people there but you know yeah. you get caught up in all the things we want to do but i believe if as worship leaders if we do go in with that approach like how different our our services would be yeah yeah man you explain that so good and like i mean even now i'm like you know tearing up a little bit <laughs> just because yeah. yeah i mean yeah there and we need people like you like i i'm so busy and i'm so you know and i even have good boundaries but life is still so busy and mm -hmm. still so you know there's so many aspects of faith and you know right now i'm doing more so studying scripture and i have to remember to like this is a person this is a thing it's not just a thing you know it's like it's how i commune with god and so worship and it becomes hard to worship in that mm -hmm. and and also being in ministry for so long mm -hmm. a lot of it was leading worship and you know when you start to be when you start to do those things three times in a row in a single day, yeah. you, you know, all about that, you know, um, like it, it, you know, recently I've kind of been struggling to even find worship music, like literally on my phone that I can connect with. And it, and it encourages me to connect with God in other ways, but you know, the way you're describing it is like, that's what I needed to hear today. <laughs> you know, that, that really is. Um, yeah. So, and I, I just love that that's, you're taking that into your music and, you know, I'm so glad that you're doing it full time. I don't know how long you've been doing it, but I'm so glad you've been doing it full time um, because I just want more of your music in my ears. Because <laughs> I know you, yeah, of course, because I know you and I know your heart and I mean, it comes out in your music, but just knowing you too personally adds so much, you know, value to that. By the way, if you want to know Mike Marshall more, you can now subscribe to his Instagram, which is really cool. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, well, um, you said so much, got so much to think about. I know that the listeners did as well. How do we connect with you on Instagram, whatever? How do we find yeah. your music? All of it. Yeah, so you can find me on any streaming platform that you use, Spotify, Amazon, Apple Music, Deezer, Whoa. all the things. Like whatever <laughs> you listen to your music on, you can find me uh, there. You just type in Mike Marshall. There is another Mike Marshall out there that's like some mm. bluegrass acoustic mm. guy. And so sometimes okay. like some of these uh, listening platforms still have our profiles mixed so like you'll listen to me and like the next song you'll hear will be like some bluegrass song um, <laughs> but on most like it's 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 correct uh but yeah you can find me there and then on my social media you can find me on instagram and facebook um on instagram um i have two e's under on my name only because there was another mike marshall and i couldn't like take the handle or something so it's mike double e underscore marshall um but yeah so you can find me uh there youtube mike marshall music you can find all of my videos from like, live recordings and just some of the things that i'm doing um uh, in the community and uh, just around the country and stuff as well so dude i love it i'll put all <laughs> that in the uh i'll put all that in the show notes or whatever they call it and if yeah i mean somebody will be able to find you from yeah. any of those channels yeah, i'm sure, sure. so yeah um well i appreciate it man thank you yeah, for sir. sharing your heart today and uh Absolutely. look forward to talking again soon man yes sir thanks bro all right